Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hi, everyone. Anne Louise Gittleman for First Lady of Nutrition. If you like what you hear, let us know, because I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. We're talking to Dr. Cabran Chapek, who is the author of Concussion Rescue and works at the world-renowned Amon Clinic. Welcome to you. Dr. Chapek, hello, hello. Hello, Anne Louise. Good to talk with you. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Now, you've been with the Amen Clinic for many, many years. Why are you so interested in brain health? Well, there's the short and the long version of that. Um, I, I've always been interested in brain health, uh, and I guess I've because I'm interested in people. And we, our brains really are make up who we are. And uh, so I think it's fascinating to learn about the brain, to learn about people. Um, I'm a naturopathic physician and found that um, my real passion is improving uh, the body and the brain through what we eat and what we do as far as exercise um, can really improve how we feel and, and how we think. Um, and so that's, that's what still gets me excited. Do you think everybody should have a brain scan? I asked because I actually had a brain scan with the Amen Clinic, having had a TBI myself. But do you think this is a good idea for everybody that is getting a little older? Absolutely. I, I do think uh, it's it's like we have our colonoscopy at age, well, now it's like 45. Yeah. Uh, why not have a brain assessment as, as we're getting older? So you have a baseline to see where you're at. I'm biased, of course. Uh, doing a lot of looking and seeing what we don't know and maybe lurking, if we can do something early, um, that's the best chance we've got is prevention versus waiting until it's too late. Yes. But what does a specter scan tell you? That's the type of scan that's done at the Amen Clinic. So right. tell me what, what tell me what you look for when you have a brain scan. And is it painful? Go get us through the process. Okay. So Amen Clinics, we do a type of imaging called SPECT, and it stands S-P-E-C-T, SPECT, SPECT. so it's um, single photon emission computed tomography. The last part is CT, like a CAT scan or CT scan, uh, and it's looking at function versus an MRI, which is more structural, more like an X-ray that's more structural. This is a different type of scan that's looking at uh, how the brain is working, areas that are lit up and too active, areas that are underactive and uh, maybe damaged or toxic. Um, and so the, the process is, is really quite easy. It's a matter of getting an injection. There is some radioactive radioactivity, uh, uh, and it's about equivalent to a head CT scan or a head CAT scan or abdominal CAT scan. And... Uh, it's an injection, and then you lie on a table. So this is uh, a form of nuclear medicine. 
It is a form of nuclear medicine, exactly. Okay, and, uh, you got the injection, which I had. Mm -hmm. You lie on a table. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, you know, it's not like an MRI tube where you're, so there's not as much risk of, you know, with claustroph claustrophobia, but yeah, it's pretty easy. It was very easy. Mm -hmm. I was very concerned because I'm claustrophobic, but it was, mm -hmm. was like a walk in the park. Mm -hmm. And to counteract all the radiation, I took 20 grams of vitamin C for four days. Smart. 20 grams. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's a small amount. And we have people drink um, half their body weight in water, and that cuts the radiation dose in half right there. Uh, very smart to use use vitamin C. You can use you know, sulforaphane and broccoli. Eat a lot of broccoli and cruciferous vegetables can help. But um, most people have no. It's not a. It's not a dye, um, like you hear about contrast dye. There's. It's just radioactivity and normal saline. So there's very little risk of react reactions. Yes, that was true. It was very simplistically done. Mm -hmm. And what do you see on it that's so helpful? You know, I'm really looking at this in two ways. Um, one is diagnostic. We're we're looking for symmetry, uh, patterns of deactivation, and and we're really looking at um, the main brain regions. So your prefrontal cortex is right behind your forehead, involved in focus, concentration, planning. It's what we call the executive part of the brain. Uh, then we look at the uh, entire surface, which can tell us, you know, does it look toxic? Has there been um, mold exposure or Lyme disease or a lot of alcohol or drug use? Uh, and um, and then the cerebellum, which is in the back part of the brain, uh, is involved in balance, coordination, and processing speed, like RAM in the computer. You want to have a very fast processor, a fast, a good-looking cerebellum. Uh, and then uh, the parietal lobe, highly vascularized area, lots of blood supply, and uh, the limbic system, which is emotions and feelings and is a very deep, intense part of the brain. So we're looking for balance. We're looking for deficiencies in areas that may be overactive. And so that we can then target treatment that's designed based on someone's brain pattern. And as a naturopathic doctor, and Dr. Amon's very uh, much uh, an advocate of least toxic, most effective, sometimes we need medication. Uh, but if we can get the goals met without medication, we, we try and do that. And uh, there's there's a second reason to do imaging in my book, besides all of the diagnostic and, um, you know, guiding a treatment plan. The other reason is therapeutic. So many people who have had a brain injury or a brain problem like ADHD or depression, we can't see it, you know, we can't see it from the outside. And so there's a lot of stigma, a lot of shame. Um, someone feels like they're not maybe trying hard enough. Uh, their family maybe wonders if they're not trying hard enough sometimes. And so if you can see the if you can see your own brain or your family can see what's going on, there's a lot more empathy and understanding and and make it, okay, this is a medical problem. This is not uh, a moral or lack yeah. of trying problem. So true. So is there hope for somebody that has a concussion? But you can also see if there's a 
one had a stroke so it's not just concussion right yeah you can differentiate bet between different types of injuries um and and we like to say it's never too late uh to heal a brain, or at least we don't know how much can be improved, especially if it's been many years, but we always know that it, you can improve brain function. And we did, uh, at Amen Clinics, we do a lot of research. And uh, we, you may have heard of the uh, NFL, all of the work with the NFL players and oh, chronic, yes. chronic traumatic encephalopathy. And uh, so we've been working with those guys retired NFL. So they're like in their 60s, some are late 60s, some are in their 50s. And they're having problems like dementia symptoms, at least memory problems. They're having difficulty with uh, depression and anger problems. And even though CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy is, is really only seen on autopsy and with a pathology report, um, a lot of these guys are likely headed towards that and we can see that injury on their scans and so after dr amen did that research with with these players um he said we have to do something to see if we can actually improve their brain function at. and so he put them on a program which is really the best approach is more of a programmatic approach uh, this was back in 2011 and we had 30 players and after six months of treatment, they were 80% better on cognitive testing with their wow. memory, depression. Wow. And... wow, wow, wow. What did he do? So it was it was pretty simple. Uh, if they needed to lose weight, they had them lose weight. They exercised. Uh, they cut out carbs. They cut out alcohol. If they had sleep apnea, they were treated for that. Uh, they did supplements. So we can talk about that, but the basics were fish oil, high dose fish oil, three grams a day, multiple vitamin, and then specific brain nutrients, um, things like ginkgo, phosphatidylserine, NAC, alpha-lipoic acid, uh, huperzine A, and had them take these. And then, um, yeah, and for this study, they, they, that's all they did. Wow. Wow. So this is remarkable. But it's not just these these poor athletes that have been traumatized. Wouldn't most shouldn't most adults over the age of 60 start a brain supplementary program? I I really would advocate for prevention. Yeah, it's you know, um half of us will have some form of dementia by age 85. Um what just... what what we can look forward to. <laughs> Hopefully not. I mean uh, all, all of us will have, you know, if we live long enough, we'll, our brains will will break down. But the goal, I think, um, and Louise, is to really outlive uh, dementia and and prevent it by doing all of these these things. And you know, Dr. Amon's written the book Memory Rescue, um, and also Dale Bredesen, neurologist out of UCLA. Um, wrote the book End of Alzheimer's and is published on on ways to prevent or actually he's treating patients with early Alzheimer's or mild cognitive impairment by using supplements, diet, exercise, ruling out toxins, toxic exposures like metals and mold and Lyme disease and showing improvement. 
And it's not just these two individuals. There's large-scale studies. There's a finger study out of um, Finland showing that just by doing brain exercises, um, taking a multiple vitamin and fish oil uh, in, in about 60-year-old patients who were maybe at risk, which really were all at risk, uh, improved executive function, improved memory after two years. So That's remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. We should all be all be being proactive for our brain. Doing it for our, we exercise to look good, but we want our brain to look good as well. You wrote a book called Concussion Rescue. What prompted that? You know, I gave a lecture at a brain injury conference. Gosh, it was it was quite a few years back now, I think 2018. And uh it was based on that as I'm working with all patients, it's it's science-based, it's evidence-based. We're looking at the research and data. And I found all of this information about uh, herbs, nutrients um, that help heal brains after concussions and brain injury. Uh, and it wasn't, it isn't really being talked about. It's not part of the standard protocol for concussions or chronic brain injury. I said, people need to know about this. And so I, I gave this lecture and and folks there were like, this is fascinating. I didn't know there was so much information. And I, that, that's when I realized I needed to write a book to share this because a lot of the patients that were at the brain injury conference either couldn't afford to come see us at Amen Clinics or just wouldn't work logistically. Um, so had to write the book, share the knowledge. So to share the knowledge even further, I had a brain injury. You and I talked offline. It was 2007. I was given a pain medication, which turned out to be a narcotic for an eye injury. Mm. And then that that evening, I was promptly fainted in the bathroom. Oh, dear. Yes, I have a 10-inch scar on my forehead. Wow. It was incredible. And I was so silly back then. I didn't know what you don't know. I then suffered from PTSD, had to go on medication, including benzos. And it's, it's a whole story. Well, what should I have done earlier that I didn't do then? Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health at UnikeyHealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. That is an awesome question. Uh, and I'm in the health field. So it's not that I, but right. you don't know what you don't know because you're living in your skin. Exactly. And I, you know, the current protocol for concussion um, is many of the components are good. Like you, you know, you, I'm sure you went to the ER, you got your CAT scan and it's got assessed for brain bleed. And um, some patients will get, you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy and, uh, I did an M I did an MRI. Should I have done okay. a CAT scan? Uh, MRI is great. MRI is great. CT is really. It didn't show anything. Didn't show anything. <laughs> yes, isn't that fascinating? That's uh, fascinating. Yet I was anxious, couldn't stop crying, and couldn't <laughs> sleep. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so I should have uh, contacted you back then, Doctor. <laughs> you should have con I would have been great. Um uh, but and it's not too late, you know, it's not too late to help with healing the brain. But uh there's actually a study done comparing MRI and SPECT and, and MRI and MRI and CT scanner, CASCAN, really good at picking up brain bleed, but that's about it. If it's mild brain injury, uh, you know, it's not going to pick it up. So there's a study in plus one, 2014, 2,600 people comparing the two, and SPECT imaging picks up uh, brain injury in 94% of the cases, which weren't, were missed in CT and MRI. Um, and, and so it just, it, SPECT is so sensitive at picking up these subtle changes versus an MRI. So yeah, getting a scan, um, uh, we, we know that after you hit your head there, uh, there was, there was injury happening. There was a start of inflammation. Um, these cells were damaged. There was there was uh, macrophages these these immune cells going to the area to try and clean up damage, um, and actually it's an interesting study done with Theodore Roth. He was this undergraduate student uh, at Stanford. This was in 2013, and he you know these poor little mice uh, have, we we do all you know studies and this is how we learn. Um, he implanted an uh, intracranial microscope, and mm. imagine this in his little mouth, and he gives them a, a head injury, and you could see uh, this happen. You could see these macrophages, you could see the damaged tissue, uh, you can see the leaking of blood cells, but then he went a step further and applied glutathione, this antioxidant, to the mouse skull, and if applied immediately, there was 67% less cell death. And if applied within three hours, there was 50% less cell death. Hmm. So we know that there's this window of time. Wow, in which wow. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what you don't know. It's right. We can't see it. We can't see it happening. So from my perspective, let's let's think about, because our brains are so precious, instead of, you know, like a sprained ankle, we all know rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. We know immediately, hey, we're someone twists their ankle, we're grabbing the ice. We're Why don't we have a protocol like this where we apply um, nutrients and ingest nutrients uh, immediately? As and we assume that the we know the swelling is happening, but we we can't see it. You can't see it. You know, when I had my concussion because I woke up in the middle of the night. And then, of course, hit my head. I was at a best friend's house. We went back to the emergency room at the teaching hospital. And mm. all I was concerned about was getting a good surgeon so I didn't so I didn't scar. Because, you, again, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, I started developing the PTSD. I should have known about you. Was the Amen Clinic in existence in 2007? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been around 30 years. So we were we were there. But... I think we only had like four clinics. There's like 13 clinics now. So words getting out. Words getting out. Do you think hyperbaric oxygen would have been helpful then? I, I have a, a unit in my house. I do it every day now, Absolutely. but I should have started it back then. Yeah. I, if I was, if I had a head injury now or a family or loved one, in addition to taking these, you know, I have in the book, this TBI first aid kit for your brain, this protocol, um, and and I I would do that and I would get in a hyperbaric chamber and go every day for like 
you know, 10 days in a row um, because it's one of the best things. If I only had one tool to help someone with a brain injury and I couldn't do anything else, it would be hyperbaric oxygen. You know, I went to see Dr. Harch. Do you know who he is? Brilliant, brilliant guy. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant guy and had a QEEG because he, he assessed the spec scan that I'd done at the Amen Clinic. And apparently women don't absorb the or can't tolerate the kind of oxygen that a, that a male can. Are you aware of that? Because when I'm in the hyperbaric, it's at 1.3 pressure and on air, I'm not on oxygen. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the pressure that matters. So that's, I think you're, that's, and every, you know, everyone's- Everybody's so individual. Yeah, some people do well on the lower pressure for long periods of time. I think that's most patients I have actually do that lower pressure. It's more accessible. So are you seeing an increase in Alzheimer's, ALS, and Parkinson's in your scope of work? Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, as we have an increased aging population, it's like a tidal wave of, of folks coming in with dementia and Alzheimer's or starting to have memory difficulties in their 60s and, um, you know, SPECT scans predict changes five to nine years before symptoms occur. And oh, so goodness. You know, we can see where, where people are headed. Dr. Even talks about um, if you're on the train tracks, you want to know if the train's coming at you. So we want to see that. And most of the literature shows that if we can, if we can make changes now, you know, before it gets severe, then that's our best, that's the best chance at um, slowing progression. It's really not reversing dementia, it's slowing it down as much as possible. And what about diet? Are there strategies that are helpful? Is there one diet that fits all? Oh, that's that's like a trick question. Um, of course, I've only read 30 minutes <laughs> on the subject, but you're so you're so sophisticated and so knowledgeable. You can handle that. Absolutely, yes. I think uh, um, you know. I think there's themes, and uh, um, like for example, for brain injury, uh, there's not a lot of data or research on which diet's best. There's a little bit on keto, and I think that makes sense to try. Um, but, you know, and, and I'm sure you've seen this, it's certainly not for everyone. Some agreed, agreed 100%. Mm -hmm. So if someone is not doing well, especially if they're male um, and they've had head injury and they're they're motivated to, to make diet changes, it's not an easy diet. Um, I've seen keto really help people um, change, turn the corner because after an injury, uh, the, the glucose transporters are damaged. The brain can't use glucose well, and uh, uh, they have there's a higher need for for glucose in the brain than um, after the injury. So it's like a double whammy. And keto helps with that because it just kind of goes right around those glucose transport transporters. The ketone bodies do, and um, and you get so much more energy. It's just a simpler process. There's like three steps to get ATP or energy from a ketone molecule then versus like 12 or so to get uh, ATP from glucose. So it's more efficient. Um, I mean, it's more work for uh, for the human being, but it's, it's hard to do. Um, but other people, it's just, you know, low carb, high protein, high vegetables, healthy fats is, is, always helpful healthy fats 
um, really key. Are you seeing cognitive issues in a younger population lately? I am, you know, and, and I'm puzzled as as to why that is. Um, I think it's a combination of, you know, toxins from our environment, whether it's a home that has, you know, emitting uh, formaldehyde or mold. Uh, it's it's not enough sleep, um, too much screen time. I think the screens have worsened our collective focus as a society, like, I don't know what percentage, 10%, something like that. So sometimes it's it's a focusing issue. And it's like, oh, I think it's my memory. So someone comes in and, and they say, I have a terrible memory. Um, I can't find my keys. I can't find my wallet. I'm always losing my phone. But when they came in the home, you know, your kids are talking to you or someone's mentioning something and they set your phone down, your keys, and you weren't really focused on where you put it. And so it's more of an intentional issue versus a true memory issue. So we always like to differentiate the two. Interesting. Have you seen an uptick in cognitive and focus issues since COVID? That's a great question. Um, it's a really good question because I think there's yeah. a neurological increase since COVID. Yeah, we, we've definitely seen that. A lot of post-COVID people um, who have uh, chronic difficulties with their brains, brain fog and fatigue. We have a really close friend who's not been able to work for two years um, because of post-COVID illness. But yeah, I think societally, we haven't even begun to understand how many people are actually out there. Because um, we'll, I'll, I'll ask patients, oh, so how long have you been fatigued or having these cognitive issues? They're not thinking it's post-viral, but in fact it is. Um, and uh, so they need they need help with their immune systems um, to help their cognitive function. Do you think that EMFs have anything to do with this? I'm going to tell you why. This is a leading question, Dr. Chip. Go for it. Um, <laughs> I had one of the leading EMF mitigation experts come to my home and go through the entire home. It's a very clean house because I wrote a book called Zap, so I'm aware of EMFs and mold and radon and the whole environmental scene. Awesome. What I didn't realize, and this is the kicker, is that in our upstairs bedroom, there is a mission from a radio tower that's right across the street, right across the lake. Actually, we live on a river. It's right across the river from the Spokane River that is shooting all kinds of high EMFs into our bedroom right where we sleep. Oh, no. And he did, he did the testing with his high hertz meters, and he found it was in the hazardous zone. So I've been exposing my brain to major oxidative stress, neurotransmitter oh, yeah. issues, and blood-brain barrier leaks. Oh, no. Yes, in this very clean, environmentally clean home. That, <laughs> and now we have to get special curtains to block the EMS from the radio tower. So how do you like that? Fascinating. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's a public health issue, kind of like smoking. Um, I'm certainly not an expert in that. I know it's an issue. I have patients with EMF who are, I think some people are really sensitive to it. Um, I'm sure it's not good for any of us. No, there's some that are electro hypersensitive. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of the canary in the gold mine there, the coal yeah. mine, it's, which yeah. has been almost a gold mine because I've written books about each of these. <laughs> I know you're so prolific. Yeah, I, I think that's, I'm, I'm glad to know that. Um, thanks for teaching me about that. It's 
it was an aha moment. I can't believe, I can't even begin to tell you. We're still waiting for those, those special curtains. It's from a material, I think, overseas. That's hmm. either silver or copper line that we have to line the, the, the curtains with. So there are ways of shielding the house, but you have to just know who to do the testing. This was a okay. called shielded healing, if you're interested. Well, I'm, I am interested. Like, and how would you suggest? Is it you have to have someone inspect your home? Can you? Yeah. So I'm going to connect you after shieldedhealing.com okay. is the, the website for all of our listeners. But I'll connect you mm -hmm. offline to the fellow that's the, uh, president of the company. So what's next on the agenda for you, my friend? <laughs> well, at some point, I need to update concussion rescue diversion too because uh, I, it came out in 2020. And there continues to be research and, and data coming out. We're understanding more. Um, I I love my work at Amen Clinics. Uh, I'm going to be here a while. And, um, uh, you know, just treating patients. I work uh, with the Psychiatric Association of Naturopathic Physicians. You're the um, president, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I was a founding president. I recently... Um, handed that over so I could focus on the certification piece, um, which is to get board certification for naturopathic doctors in mental health. Lovely. So yeah, that's that's those are my focuses. And then of course my family, my kids were planning some backpacking for the summer, <laughs> rock climbing, and trying to keep to trying to be normal and balanced. <laughs> yeah. That's always the challenge. Juggling family and work. So where can all my listeners get your book? It's on Amazon. Um, it's probably the easiest. There's an audible version for people who have had a head injury. They have difficulty reading. There's an audible version. Um, and uh, I'm at aiminclinics.com. We are in the Tequila, just south of Seattle office. We have patients come from all over um, for scans. We have clinics you know, 13 clinics across the country. And um, yeah, love what I do. And people love you. Regards from Dr. Drew Sinatra. Yeah, my good, my good friend and colleague, my brilliant colleague, Dr. Drew Sinatra. And uh, spoke about you to me years ago, and it's taken all this time to get you. You're a busy, busy in-demand physician. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Um, Love what I do, and remember, there's it's it's never too late to heal a brain, to improve a brain from brain injury, or to improve a brain if you have memory problems, cognitive problems, focusing problems. Yeah, it's never too late. I love that message. So on that note, we're going to conclude our wonderful interview with Dr. Cabron Chapik from the Amen Clinic, author of Concussion Rescue. I'd love to have him come back sometime soon when he updates his book. Will you promise to do that? I, I I promise to come back. Love talking with you. Thanks for, for what you do, Annalise. You're entirely welcome. So thank you so much, my dear listeners, for listening in once again to First Lady of Nutrition. Check out Unikey Health Systems, which has a wonderful brain support formula called Ultra H3+. I take it every day. And have a beautiful week full of happiness, love, and shalom vracha. Please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.